Next Chapter Podcasts. Hello there, I'm Ari Wood. All throughout our second season, we've been bringing you the little-known tales from Outpost MG5, a long-forgotten science fiction classic that has gone unacknowledged for too long. Uh, Radio at its finest and science at its most fiction. I was interested to find out more from the people who made the show, but I've come to find that only two of the original writers, and actually they're the only two people associated with the show at all who are still alive, even though it came out in the 1970s, it wasn't really that long ago. I was only able to find the address of one at Mr. Bernie Cleaver. I'm here at his uh, ramshackle apartment in the Middle West Side. Looks like a rent control building. I'm, I'm going to try to make contact now, see if he's home. It's Mr. Mr. Cleaver? What? What do you want from me? I'm sorry to, to bother you, sir. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a radio journalist. I'm, I'm sure my reputation precedes me. I'm sure you recognize me from hearing my voice on the radio. Uh, you sound familiar. Do you, um, do you sell the boys, the pep boys? You sell the, the auto peps? That's you, right? I, I, no, I've never so much as touched an automobile. All right. Well, that's a choice. Uh, but you, you used to work in radio, is that right? I, I, I'm here because we've we've recently discovered the archives of, of your show, Outpost MG5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. M, M, MG5. Ugh. What what do you want? What do you... I, I, I thought you were going to have like a, a remembrance or something. Yeah, I was. I was also not sharing it. Oh. I, well, do you want to? Oh. I've got I this guess. huge boom mic that I'm holding. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, no, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. Come in, sit down. Oh, there's nowhere to sit down here. All right, stand up. Be weird This looks like it. an episode of Hoarders, except I guess I'm in it. Yep. Well, Outpost MG5 was a lot of, lot of fun. You know, it was the 70s. Uh, we were all... Uh, extremely coked out of our minds, which, I mean, we I don't need to tell you, you look like you've done hard time before. Uh, that is uh, technically not true. Um, I just have an all-vegan diet. Right. Right. That's what I tell my PO as well. Anyway, MG5 was a lot of fun. We just kind of um, made shit up, you know? A lot of writers, they think so much about, oh, themes and, oh, plot structure and, uh, character growth. We were just like, what if they had a fucking kitchen in space? I see. And, and this was certainly ahead of its time. Um, yeah, they, they still don't have kitchens in space. I think that's technically not true. They have kitchens in space because they eat there. Who's they? The aliens. We were right. Um, I, you know, we're, we're veering off topic. I, I would like to hear more now. Who was really behind the show? I, I saw there was a, a great number of writers, none of whom live except for you and your ex-wife, Stevador Merchant. Listen, you can't prove. Well, no, we have the divorce papers. You can prove that. That's fine. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I guess spite made us outlive everyone else. But, you know, technically we didn't have anything to do with everyone dying, you know, if that if that's clear. That sounded suspiciously like you did. Did everyone die in one incident? 
No, no, no. We did. I mean, it happened over several uh, years, long, arduous years. But yeah, great, great folks. Miss them. Miss them. Great uh, joke writing partners. Uh, some of them were nice sometimes. Yeah, it was a fun show. We'll be back with more of my conversation with some of the original cast and crew of Outpost MG5. This is Midnight Public Radio, and I'm Ari Wood. Stick with us. Hello, all. It's me, NPR war correspondent Robert Soup. Here at Midnight Public Radio, you know me as the go-to man to cover every sort of dust-up from violent separatists on the islands of Maracontia or warring drug gangs in the Kazpachi capital region, and even the secret hidden wars between large corporations which use their shadowy extrajudicial military factions to make tactical strikes against each other's various retail locations. And that might have you wondering, what other ways can one man cover human conflict? So then, I'm proud to announce a special partnership between NPR and two men and a woman. Let me now introduce you to a podcast known as Let's Fight About It. But don't just listen to me, hear the words straight from the horses' mouths. What's up, everybody? My name's Austin Kleeman from the Let's Fight About It podcast, a weekly podcast where two terrible people fight over senseless topics. Like, are planes gay? No, we've never done that on this, uh, we, we've never done that on we're, this podcast. We're doing, we're doing it now, live from a plane. Make live sure to follow us on plane. Patreon where you can suggest the topics we fight over weekly. You can also follow us on all social media and streaming platforms, full video episodes on YouTube. Thank you for checking us out. We'll see you guys later. Ugh. And now back to Midnight Public Radio. I'm Robert Soup saying... If God is dead, who will save us from ourselves? Maybe the Easter Bunny? Maybe Santa Claus? Only time will tell. We're back here with Midnight Public Radio in this special episode discussing and dissecting Outpost MG5 with two of the people who helped put it together. Let's get back to our conversation. I left the diseased murderer to his reveries, having stolen his ex-wife's address out of his Your Next book. Ms. Merchant? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ms. Merchant, uh, uh, hello, I'm, I'm a, a radio journalist. I'm uh, following a story about the sci-fi show Outpost MG5. Yeah, yeah, I know your voice. Come in, kid. I've been expecting you. Oh, oh. Um, I, I did stop by the apartment of your um, ex-husband. Which one? Bernie Cleaver. Oh, Bernie, yeah, that one. What did he say? A uh, bunch of stuff that implied murder, um, but I was really interested in talking more about... Yeah, I know about... nothing about that. Uh, right, and I, you know, I'm honestly ready to Sorry, let Sorry, I didn't go. mean to cut you off. No, no, it's fine. If you just wanted to What answer... are you saying? I'm just trying to say I wanted you to answer some questions. About? The show. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, I know everything about that. Uh, tell me. Oh, yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I don't know what Bernie said about uh, anything, but um, the show was an original idea that came to me in a dream. Actually, each episode that was ever written came to me in a dream. And, uh, you know, it was the times, and I didn't get any credit. 
for any of my work. I pretty much carried the entire show while everyone did a bunch of cocaine around me. Had some very vicious ideas that involved everything but the show. So, uh, of course, I carried them with stories, character development, what have you. And uh, that was pretty much it. I can't help but notice that you've picked me up and are carrying me like a baby. Well, you were just standing there on my rug with the shoes on. And, you know, I care more about that rug than your feelings about, uh, you know, uh, fucking gender roles and shit like that. For a woman to hold a man is the ultimate reversal of gender roles. In my whoa, opinion. whoa, don't fetishize this, boy. This is a, just a simple lady carrying a guy on a rug. Nothing weird about it. Actually, I'm going to set you down in this high chair here. Uh, would you like any milk? Can I get you anything to drink? Um, yeah, that Preferably would make milk. That would make baby happy. Okay. Anyways, yeah, you got any more questions for me, or are we? Just uh, yeah, w- w- were your dreams that came to you? Were, was there anything that uh, unified them together? I mean, was it just your imagination, or do you think there was a something inspiring you beyond that? Well, I, I've been told by my astrologist that uh, I, I have a gift to uh, see the future, and um, I'm kind of afraid that a lot of these episodes that I had written are slowly becoming realities. And the biggest terrifying factor for me is, of course, the Xeno Spider. Yes, the, the Xeno Spider, uh, you know, depending on what listeners have heard so far, one of the most terrifying creatures from the world of MG5, half Xeno, two-thirds spider. It's more alien than we were meant to deal with, and I think that's one of the descriptions in the show. Exactly. Terrifying. Then, so, oh, milk's done. All right. Yep, here you go. All right, touch your head back. Be careful, it's hot. Yeah, okay, enjoy that. Now, now, yes, so the Xenospiders, terrifying threat. Uh, we recorded a few episodes about them, and now it looks like the way the world's headed. We're, we're well on our way. But but could there really be such a thing as a Xenospider? I mean, aren't, do you think maybe you just saw in the future and saw, like, the alien movies were in theaters, and you just took... Like what was on screen, and you thought that was the real future? You think I got my idea from the alien movies? In the future, using your future site. Listen, I don't know what you're trying to get at. All right, you finish that, but you, you're done with this bottle. I think it's time for you to leave. Oh, well, baby is angry. Yeah, let me burp you as I take you, carry you to the door. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> you, you, you take these questions, you come into my house, and, and you accost me, you call me a liar, and I, I give you my milk. And mm, that's why it tasted that way. Oh yeah, all organic. Uh, anyways, I, I'm mighty offended. Milk, organic milk. <laughs> mighty, mighty offended by your presence here. Uh, although I did see it coming in a dream I had uh, 30 years ago. And uh, boy, just as terrifying in reality as a person. Ari, uh, I wish I could say it was a pleasure, but it wasn't. Get the fuck out of my house. I was a mighty, mighty disappointment. Much like when I went to see the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones in concert three weeks ago. However, in the end, we're just left with the art itself. No matter the origins of Outpost MG5, whether it be with the brilliant minds of some dead writers, or the deranged mind of the man who murdered them, or the confusing yet sensual mind of a woman who thinks she can dream the future. What matters is that we have these episodes, and we'll keep airing them because they are copyright free. And therefore, they cost nothing and allow me to continue my tax write-offs. I mean, business expenses. Ari Wood, for Midnight Public Radio. Remember, space is out there.
Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to follow at Midnight Gardeners on Instagram or check out ncpodcast.com for more updates. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Midnight Public Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Midnight Public Radio is a production of the Midnight Gardeners League with help from Next Chapter Podcasts and brought to you by a grant from the Foundation for a Dumber World. Next Chapter Podcasts.